Nigga, I have plenty of ideas. Trust me, you're talking to the right guy. When I say that shit, it's super duper fire, and it, it always turns red or purple. What the fuck is happening? Bro, what's I'm up sorry. with your mic, Eric? That shit extra sensitive. Jelly beans yeah, just what the fuck is happening? <laughs> that was my crusher. I'm going to turn the sensitivity down. It's a little too sensitive. This nigga picked... You said that was your crusher? Yeah, you know how the, they got the little scrapers in the bottom? To you mean your the, grinder? Yeah, same shit. Crusher, grinder. Maybe you see how the crusher? You know, some other shit, bro. You crushing the weevil. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally, like physically that poor squashing. Weed, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's called, like they're crushing down bud, bro. It's not like my nigga shit. watching the oil drip out of it. Jesus, <laughs> my nigga grinding is sounds just as bad. No, I mean, it don't. Actually, it's what you're actually doing. You're grinding that shit up. Exactly, I'm crushing the weed. What's the problem? Imagine saying, <laughs> well, "Imagine saying we don't got no coffee. I got to crush the beans." <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not you right. Hey, hey, hey! Somebody want a, a fresh, a fresh crushed cup of coffee, my nigga? You, you want this shit? Fresh, <laughs> fresh crushed coffee. <laughs> Come on, nigga. We're not using crushed. <laughs> hey, look. That's something that I tried for the first time last year. Coffee. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, I, I was never a coffee dude. I tried coffee for the first time last year. I think I shook the whole day, bro. I was going through it. Oh, you had the uh, crazy fucking sh- um, spike oh, yeah. from the uh, caffeine. Yeah. So back when I used to smoke weed. Out. Back when uh, I used to smoke weed, I was a chef. Uh, and my girl was a barista, and we both both walked. Uh, sorry, we both worked in Pont City Market, and uh, right across from the hall where I was cooking was her little coffee shop that she worked at. And I could see her through the window. And every day I would like signal her, like, "Yo, make me a big ass cup of coffee." And she, I'd be like, "Put enough espresso in that shit to kill me," just because like I needed to get through the day of just cooking all fucking day, and I hated it. Yeah, so, that's stressful. Uh, <clears throat> one day, she brought me a cup home because, like, we had different shifts. I, she was coming home, and I was on my way there. So she brought me the biggest fucking cup of coffee with the espresso, and I was like, oh, my God, thank you. The issue is I had just took the fattest bong rip before I went to work. Oof. So I didn't take into account what that would do to my brain. And... uh as I'm sipping this coffee and I'm like, damn, this shit is delicious. And I was high. I was like, man, I'm feeling good. Like today's going to be a great day. I'd say maybe 30 minutes later, my brain didn't know what my brain was doing. The worm like Scotty too hottie, my nigga. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening to me. I was like high and low at the same time. My yeah. brain was just on different wavelengths. Like the left side was high and the right side was just hype. And I just, yeah. my, I, I felt so weird, bro. I felt like I was on the verge of a panic attack and falling asleep at the same time. I, it was, mm-hmm. it was the worst fucking feeling ever, bro. I do not suggest drinking espresso and 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 smoking weed. It's, it's not good. Well, you see, for somebody like myself, who is a connoisseur of the, uh, of the cannabis, actually, that's how I start my morning every day. Um, the only so you're thing just better is to that- me, nigga. That's what you think. You just better than me. You just build. Just have a higher tolerance. All right, bro. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, but um, I actually every day when I wake up, I have a, a cup of coffee and a, a bong rip. But the thing is, is that um, I've also worked at Starbucks for like five years, so my tolerance for um for caffeine is genuinely legendary. Um, so 
I can just drink a like little cup of coffee. It gives me an, it gets me awake, gives me a little buzz off the caffeine, and then the weed just like calms me down. It's a really good combo. The only thing is, is that make sure you don't do that if you have to go anywhere, because um, nine times out of ten you will have to shit in the next five minutes. See, that's crazy the differences people do because I don't drink coffee at all. But every morning I wake up, I take my little rip and I drink either like orange juice or aloe vera juice. You niggas ever had aloe vera? Oh, juice? Aloe vera is the shit, bro. You talking about so, some culture niggas, bro? Don't ask me if I ever had aloe vera. Before. Yeah, don't disrespect me like that. My man. I gotta know what the fuck I'm doing. You just started bro. drinking coffee, my nigga. Like you, the exactly. one disrespect here. <laughs> Anytime niggas explain coffee to me, they be like, yo, you're hyped and you're gonna take a shit. And it's just like, bro, no, I'm cool on that. Like, I'll drink it's a not Red a lie. Bull. <laughs> yeah, a Red Bull. That might be the most accurate shit. shit. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that coffee is just a really good flavor. I mean, some people are not keen to it. I personally love the flavor of coffee. You gotta um, put the right shit in it, bro. You gotta yeah, know your you mixture. For me, it's oat milk. That's my mixture. Oh, that's that's a guarantee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, or even rice milk is pretty good in coffee. I'm not um, going that far. But when I had oat milk in my coffee for the you, first you, time, you my nigga, bitch. I, I really, I really thought I discovered the greatest thing ever. Like I took a Same. sip because because they didn't have any other milk, so I was like, I yeah. mean, I guess I'll try oat milk, bro. I looked at my girl. And I always order the best coffee. My girl be ordering the most fuck. She still doesn't know her coffee order yet. We've been together for oh almost goodness. four years. And she's still trying to figure out the right coffee order. I figured my shit out years ago. I get the oat milk in the motherfucker. If they got coconut, I get a little dash of the coconut in that shit. And if they got white chocolate, maybe a little dash of the white chocolate in there, too. That's my motherfucking coffee order. It's incredible. But that's pretty, that's I looked at her. I looked at her like I found the holy grail that day, bro. I'll never forget that day, man. The day I mm-hmm. had oat milk in my fucking coffee. Man. Yeah, oat milk is genuinely goaded. That shit is so good. I don't um, know nothing about coffee, bro. Yeah, if you uh do you know anything about oat milk though is the question. No. Alright, do yourself milk and oat. Nigga, do yourself a favor. Go to your local grocery store, pick up some oat milk, right? Have a coffee, make sure it's sweet. Make sure it's light too. Make it light with the oat milk. What else can I put oat milk in? Huh? Yeah. Cereal. You could put everything, bro. Anything you could put milk in. Literally. I'll give it a shot, bro. It's. I think. Well, the thing is, is that if you're gonna be cooking with it, I wouldn't advise it because it's not as thick. That and uh, the flavors are probably end up being different. But um, if it's like something that you're just adding milk to, then yeah, just definitely try oat milk. It's so much better. I'll give it a shot, bro. I'm not big on any milk and ice cream and anything on like that. I'm not even. I'm not like lactose intolerant, and like it don't fuck up my stomach or nothing. Yeah, it's never big, big on the taste. It's got to be like the season. I got to be like <laughs> outside to want a fucking ice cream cone like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I've. Uh, I'm. I'm quite literally the opposite of you, um, with the asterisk that I'm also. I wasn't born lactose intolerant, not per se. Um, but um, I stopped drinking milk maybe about like three years ago. Um, and I've been drinking only almond and oat milk since uh, I do still eat cheese, which kind of fucks me up. And um, whenever I do happen to indulge in ice cream, which is not very often, literally every time my stomach is doing an entire Olympic ac- acrobatic fucking uh, whatever them shit is called, my nigga. I'm not very versed in that, but a whole routine. Like, I got like a crazy ass metabolism. So I <laughs> unreal amount of meat and meat and milk don't go good together so i really kind of stay away from that shit that makes sense that makes a lot of sense 
seafood I, I and steak go good together. I learned that lesson, bro. Do not eat seafood and and eat dairy. That's oh yeah. Oh boy, that's what sounds gross, nigga. My shit bubbling right hey, now. It sounds like Eric sound doing gross. that bong rip. Goodness. All right, so I we gotta we have to discuss this like right now because Microsoft's acquisition of Activision and all of its studios is the biggest acquisition in the history of anything. Gaming is at this point, according to statistics, gaming is bigger than movies. So that acquisition for seventy, almost seventy billion dollars, it was sixty-eight, I believe, almost 69. seventy billion dollars, hey. something like yeah, <laughs> nice, uh, sixty-nine billion with a B, like a B, billion dollars. That is the biggest thing ever. Nobody's ever, nobody, everybody says Microsoft has more money than God. That's that's like that's the thing with Microsoft. That's so crazy. Real quick, before before we even get into the magnitude of the size of this, let's just go ahead and list off some of the games that Activision Blizzard, as an umbrella, has uh, released. So can I can I name the very first game that's the biggest deal? Go ahead. The biggest deal, and people might disagree with this, but the biggest deal is Crash Bandicoot might be an Xbox exclusive when it literally has never been. That might be the biggest deal. Crash Bandicoot is coming to Xbox. That's gonna that's a huge deal. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think what's even a, a bigger deal and it is even less um um and probably even less people will agree with me. Candy Crush. They own Candy Crush Saga. And that is probably the biggest mobile game of all time. Um besides uh probably like Flappy Bird or some shit. I don't know. But um, all I know is is that this shit of Candy uh, no, no, Candy Crush has millions upon millions of daily players, and that shit is all going straight into the pockets of uh, Xbox now and Microsoft. As somebody who's kind of ignorant to it, I, I'm a big-ass gamer, but I stay out of, like, developers and shit like that. I just like to play the game. I'm one of the actual rare ones who do that. But does it... it is it like it doesn't matter until it's exclusive or are they already going to be exclusive? That's just, just like lining up for the, them to no, be exclusive. Nothing is confirmed. Right. So the issue, the issue right now is that they're not talking about that at right now. We don't know what's going to be exclusive. Like call of duty is the biggest thing, right? Call of duty is the one where everybody's like, they can't make that exclusive. No way they would do that. But they might at the same time, because why the fuck would you spend 69 B's and you're not making that shit exclusive at 100%. the same time? Why not make that money from the competitors like Sony put their fucking game on Xbox Game Pass? Right. They were like, fuck it. Let's make this money. So I don't I, I expect Microsoft to probably do the same thing and, and not make uh, all the games exclusive. I think some of them will be like maybe the smaller studios, but something like Call of Duty probably won't be uh but we'll, we'll see yeah i just uh out of curiosity i went ahead and i looked up some of the numbers for candy crush um the revenue that it produced in the year 2020 was 1 billion 190 million uh the profit off of that was 857 million and it had 273 million active users during that year so um, it's probably one of the biggest games in the world, 
uh, period, whether you're talking about console, mobile, uh, fucking board game, I don't care what you're talking about. It's one of the biggest in the world. And they have that. Not to mention um, the most famous first-person shooter franchise and basically every studio that's ever produced them. Which is Call of Duty, obviously. <clears throat> it's it's insane. Oh, not to mention, uh, they also have uh, the rights to a lot of uh, those uh, fucking um, PvP style like um, team games where you where you use like a hero and shit. Um, kind of like um like Valorant and stuff like that. I forgot the name of it. Exactly. It's Overwatch. They own Overwatch. Overwatch. Overwatch, that shit is massive too. They own Overwatch. Not like it used to be. Actually, Overwatch yeah. actually fell off badly. So maybe they can bring that shit back. They yeah. And World of Warcraft, bro. They own World of Warcraft. Yeah, dog. that's a big one, bro. That's People massive. Are still in their mom's basements playing that shit. Yeah, it's it's um, it's ridiculous. Look, he like the amount of like triple A mega houses that they now have under their umbrella is kind of scary yeah yeah it's a it's a big fight this acquisition is i i keep saying it but like it's astronomical and the and the rumor was that they all it was between activision and ea they were trying to make a decision on an acquisition what i think activision was definitely the best better choice i don't but i i think it was a big deal i think it was a good choice um EA owns every fucking sports title in the world, so I don't, I don't know. I feel like the only, the only problem with sports titles is that they get very complacent and repetitive, and with the amount of um, different uh, uh, avenues that you can take with the genres that you already have, just with the acquisition gives you way more leeway for the future. But when it comes to revenue, if you release a sports title every fucking year and it's the only game for said sport, everybody's going to buy it. Not only that, but sports titles generate way more revenue than uh, a fucking uh, World of Warcraft or or all of that shit. Like FIFA alone generates more money than fucking Candy Crush every year. FIFA was pulling in five Bs and that was just on microtransactions. That wasn't even for the game. Yeah, So EA would have been... The bigger return on investment, but I guess you might get better games out of the Activision shit. And Microsoft is all about better games right now because for years Sony was kicking their fucking asses with the games, man. I would for say years. they were always about better games because of the fact that um, Xbox has never made Microsoft a profit. No, they haven't always been about better games. That's been the knock on them the whole time that they they never worried about games before. They didn't Maybe start they worrying f- about games until they they saved the Xbox One. That that was I that's w- always been the knock. Maybe I was younger and I didn't really realize it, but the Xbox 360 was fantastic. The Xbox One is what fucked me up when I got it myself because of that fucking connect shit. Oh my god, it was so dumb. But let me. The know Xbox you 360 is the best thing they've ever done. They and yeah, they're trying Xbox to chase that glory again. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're trying to chase that glory again anymore. Actually, because they're they're moving away from video games and they're moving to subscriptions, which is going to be the blueprint for the future. Uh, yeah. Like I was saying, like I, I feel like we had this discussion like earlier in the year. We need to see if Game Pass is still around in by the end of 2023. That's oh, really when we're going to see. Game Pass isn't going anywhere, and that's from a no game point of view. Well, from from developer standpoint, a lot of them saying that they haven't even gotten paid because of the pay structure for Game Pass. So if people aren't adding games to Game Pass, then there is no Game Pass. 
So if people aren't getting paid, they're not going to give Microsoft the rights to their games. So we need to see if everybody is actually making money off of this. Microsoft never yeah. turned a profit off of any of their shit, but their developers need to turn a profit. Yeah, I um, I definitely see where the uh, where the gripe in that can be. I just I think if they play their cards right in terms of like output, especially with the new acquisition and um, how they decide to put out their games, uh, I think that'll come really quickly. But it also depends on these niggas actually shelling out bread. They got it. <laughs> they definitely got it after that 60, 69 bill. Yeah, PlayStation got it. That PlayStation was, they, well, they didn't say anything. It's been leaked. PlayStation's going to drop their shit in the summer. They got to expedite that shit. Ain't no yeah. way you can wait till summer when they just acquired fucking Activision. If I'm PlayStation, I, I acquire 2K or Take-Two. I yeah. acquire Square Enix. Mm. And I acquire, well, I don't know if they can get Ubisoft because Ubisoft Plus just came to Game Pass, but I would try to get Ubisoft. If they had those three, it's a motherfucking competition, bro. Not to yeah. mention that, not 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 just to mention that, but also if they drop that Game Pass with what leaked with the three tier shit where you can play every PlayStation game from every generation ever, yeah. that's going to kill Game Pass. And that's when we get... I'm not even going to say it's going to kill Game Pass. It's going to make shit fun. It's going to make shit fun. Motherfuckers yeah. going to be like, shit, which one am I buying? You don't even need consoles anymore. They're not trying to yeah. sell you consoles, bro. You can go... You can play any fucking game you want on your phone, on your computer, on your tablet. It don't fucking matter, bro. They got, they got <clears throat> so many different ways to play video games through subscription services now that buying a console is, is like kind of old school. I agree. I think the future of gaming is definitely going to be streaming. But you did mention a very interesting company, which was Ubisoft. And uh, they do have an, uh, a game coming out in a day, uh, well, from this recording. And that is uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, which we've had our, our hands on for just a, f a few extra days. And it's been extremely fun to play. So uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you break that down for us a little bit, Shaq? Uh, repeat that. I'm sorry. Uh, just get in. Uh, we were just talking about uh, Ubisoft, and uh, they have a new game dropping, which is uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've had our hands on it for a couple extra days due to the gracious uh, Shaq here. And uh, yeah, just tell us about it. Rainbow Six Extraction is. Uh... It's fucking good. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. Fuck, it's, it's fucking. So I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep fun. it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I hope Ubisoft isn't listening to this. I gotta. I me and Ubisoft are cool. We have a really good relationship. Uh, they send me their games. I create content for it. I love it. I fuck with them because they fuck with me. Um, I did not have hype for Rainbow Six Extraction. I've had hype for every game they have sent me in the past year. Which is shit like Riders Republic. Uh, they sent me uh, what was the other game that they dropped earlier this year? That was a fucking banger. Oh, Far Cry Six, stuff like mm -hmm. that, man. Those games were fire. And I honestly, Ubisoft hasn't missed in the past year. I don't know what the pandemic did to that goddamn company, but they've been dropping hit after hit, bro. Like really good games. Rainbow Six Extraction, I had no hype for it because I'd never played a Rainbow Six before. I haven't yep. played any of them. And that mm -hmm. caught a lot of people off guard when I said that shit the other day. But, like, 
I I was like, whatever. I'm gonna try. I like I like playing games with y'all. I like playing games with my friends. So if I could if I could do any kind of multiplayer shit, I'm a cop it. Um, I it was worth it. It was totally worth it. I I thank you Ubisoft for sending me that shit because we had a lot of fun, uh, making that fucking content and everybody is enjoying it. They even gave me some extra ones and I just started throwing them bitches at y'all, but everybody is having a good I, nobody's gotten back to me and was like ah, this shit kind of trash nobody it's good it's a good fucking game you threw one at me and i definitely enjoyed it and i, I was just like you man i've never played a rainbow six game ever like i've been asked to play uh one of them with a buddy of mine like a long time ago he used to ask me day after day it's like yo these games are amazing <clears throat> i no no every day no i just don't do it you know i don't even play call of duty but uh, this game was amazing. I'm not big on zombie games. I'm not good, big on first-person shooters. And this game was the truth, bro. Like, I loved it. I had a good time. I appreciate you giving me a copy. Yeah, I uh, I have to agree. Um, the last fucking uh, Rainbow game I've played was Rainbow Six Vegas on PS2 when I was, like, 11. Um, and then I, I, I've seen the hype for Siege. I've seen competitive gameplay, and it's really fun to watch. But um, I never got into it myself. This game is so much fucking fun. There's such a different dynamic when it comes to the extractions, when it comes to the operators, when it comes to the way they operate in, in game in terms of damage and having to save your operator if they drop in the middle of the map. It's so different. I wouldn't call it like necessarily revolutionary, but it's so different. And I love it. It, it. it makes it so well. It uses a lot of really good things in a lot of zombie games that we've seen before, like Left 4 Dead or Back 4 Blood, where you have to go from one point to another point while reaching an objective. It's, um, But at the same time, you have to complete different side quests. It always switches up. Um, it's. It, I just, I can't rave about the game enough, personally. Um, I haven't ran into any issues but in terms of um, in terms of anything that they can improve on the game, I just I can't see anything so far. It's really really good. I think I agree with one of the things you said because I'm not a fan of zombie games at all. Like it, I don't know what turns me off about zombie games. I just don't know. Oh, but me personally, I love them. It, Sorry. Yeah, it you're fine. It does not feel like a zombie game. It does not no. feel like a zombie game at all. I, I don't know what kind of game it feels like, but it feels more like a survival game. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it it it's fun. It's just outrageous fun. I had a great time playing it, man. Yeah, I I didn't expect to have that much fun, honestly. Like that, a lot of the time when uh when I get a game. I play that shit, I make the content for it, and I'll give my opinion on it. That shit was legitimately fun. Like, I'm going to pick that shit up in the future. When they add all kinds of shit to it, we're going to be like, yo, we got to we gotta hop in there and, and play this new map or whatever. It, it's, a, it's a little, my only gripe with it, if I had one, would be it's a little grindy to, like, get on to the next thing. Like, you're stuck in this area with, like, this percentage. You got to get that shit right. They make sure that you got to get it right. You got to do it all the way through. You can't fuck up on one. There's like three different parts on every level. You can't fuck up on one and then still expect to make it through. Um, It's highly tactical. It's the it's the most tactical game I've ever played. Like I don't play shit like uh, Pavlov and 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 Warzone and shit. Even though Warzone is kind of like cartoony compared to it's very arcadey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But 
that you can be tactical in that. But um, yeah, I, I like shit like Splitgate where you don't have to think; you just shoot. You know, and yeah. You you can you can play that way in this, but your ass is probably gonna get eaten by an alien. So yeah. you might not want to do that. But it's mm-hmm. it's so much fun. It's a great game. I can't yep. I can't praise that game enough. They did a good fucking job with that man. Uh, again, I had no hype for this fucking game, <clears throat> like zero, none. But good job. Yeah, great job, Ubisoft. I definitely actually I'm gonna play the the game after we finish this recording. Yeah, so we're uh, close to 20 days into the to the new year, 2022. In the year in in last year, uh, we had a lot of good songs, a lot of good uh, albums drop. Do you guys have any uh, any favorites, any favorite albums of 2021 you guys want to discuss a little or point put some spotlight on? Uh, skip me. All right, I'll go first. I don't care. Uh, first, um, one of my favorite albums of the year was Don Tolliver's. I love Don Tolliver's mm, album. That's a good one. How Life of I- a Don, such a good album. Uh, I listen to it listen, literally every day. Um, there's no skips on that shit, in my opinion. Obviously, not everybody's gonna see it that way, but it's straight bangers. Um, swinging on Westheimer is my shit. Five X is my shit. Flocky, uh, Flocky, Flocky with Travis Scott is my shit. Um, if you haven't had a chance, give that a listen. Um, my, I would say I have another one. Just to, I'm cheating a little bit, but um. My other one, it would definitely be uh, An Evening with Silk Sonic. Um, as you oh, guys know, I am a very uh, I am a very musical person. I am a singer on the side. Not a lot of people know that, but I do that on the side a little bit. And um, I love me some good R&B, some good soul, some good jazz. And uh, they brought it back very well. I think this, all the songs on there are fantastic. And if you... Um, if you ever want to get a little sensual, just throw on that album, and nine months later you will have a twin, a small one, a little, a little clone. Man, I'm gonna say my mind, but I completely disagree with that Silk Sonic take. And I'm a fan of Bruno Mars, and I'm like a super fan of Anderson Pop. I'm not even gonna do it, man. My favorite album for 2021 is kind of easy, man. But it's no, like- no, 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 no. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not just gonna do that. You're not just gonna shit on my album of the year and just man. skip that. My- That's all. Every look, every song sounded the same. You're you're actually you're actually bugging the fuck out, Yugi. <laughs> Every song sounded the absolute same, bro. I I appreciate that they were trying to bring like the old vibe back and shit like that. A couple of them were slaps. I like uh, skate. I like skate. I like leave the door open. I like um. There's one more up there. I think it's around the end. Uh, blast off. Yes, blast off. I like blast off. But uh, bro, after last night with Thundercat and Booty Collins goes fucking stupid. What are you talking about? Put on a smile when my son is is showing his he got his heart on his sleeve. You know, I, I could just envision him with a boombox in the rain outside of his shorty's window, bro. Come on, son. <laughs> <laughs> that shit go crazy, dog. I'm the reason you, I didn't listen to that album that- was because of what Yugi said, bro. I expected literally what Yugi is describing, bro. Like, I like Tell Anderson Pack. I don't really fuck with Bruno Mars, like, on, on some personal reasons. I don't personal you fuck reasons. with Bruno Mars. I'm not, I'm not going to go into that, but um, I don't. I, his, he makes some good songs from time to time. I don't support him as an artist, though. 
Um, why? Why? But, Hold on. Why? Because have you ever heard? I'm sorry. Have you ever heard him talk? Yeah. I've heard, yeah. Anytime this dude wins an award, he puts on for, for the people, bro. He does not talk about himself. He did that one time, bro. Bro, it's not one time. That's why they don't. Show it was every time. They get tired of him doing the shit. He does it every fucking time. I saw him do it one time and I thought, cool. I mean, that's better than Macklemore. But <laughs> anyway, so per- so so I, I, I when I was I, in the I, third grade, I thought that was <laughs> <before. laughs> Macklemore stole his shit and got up there and act like he did something. I was like, yo, yeah, I would have been like, here, Kendrick, here's your album, bro. Yeah. <laughs> here's your award. Did you ever hear uh, Childish Gambino talk about that? No, <laughs> that's exactly Childish- that's I. Good, good. Childish Gambino was in the studio with him, and uh, he said it was recent, like right after it happened. And he looked at him and he was like, "Bro, you you know why?" And and he said Macklemore cut him off. He said, "Yeah, bro, I'm I'm aware." And he, he was like, "I didn't even get to say it to him." But he was like, "He just knew what I was gonna say to him." Like Childish Gambino was about to confront him, and he just cut him <laughs> off. He was like, "I already know, bro." <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, brother. I would have gave that. <laughs> I would have gave that one up, bro. I would have got on stage on some Kanye shit. Like, bro, I appreciate all this, but Kendrick really had the best album. So if I can get this album to him, I'm just gonna do that. Yeah, sure Like, I but, feel uh, like. I feel like that would have given his career a lot more longevity, as it crazy as that's definitely would. It definitely He would have got so much respect from the culture. Niggas like would have put, put him on, bro. They would have been on him, like, yo, this he's the homie. Everybody appreciate that. These people tried to do us dirty, and he stood up for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like, nah, you rolled right along with him and got on stage and, and had a little. You know what I mean? Like, nah, bro. Yeah, nah. and now. And now he's only known for being the thrift shop nigga and the nigga that was gay in the third grade. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got my albums ready. Actually, no, I didn't even get to say mine, man. What's that? You didn't get to say yours. Well, no, you did. You did say uh, Shaq go first. Oh, go ahead. Go well, ahead. no, no, no. I don't care about that. I thought Yugi listed off more than one. My bad. No, I go ahead. Yeah, that was fucking Eric, bro. Yeah, that was me. Finish your shit. Finish your shit. The, yeah. But uh, Mines is the easy way out. They re-released uh, Faces by Mac Miller. And if that's cheating, you know what I mean, then it's an album called The House is Burning by Isaiah Rashad, bro. He's uh, uh, he's actually with Kendrick in them. He's with yeah, TV. he's nasty. He's nasty. Yeah, he's fucking dope, man. He's super dope. And he was, like, gone for a while. He was, like, he even spoke on it. He was dealing with, like, some big depression and, like, alcohol yeah. issues and shit. And he just yeah. bounced. I think he was gone for, like, eight years, bro. Just bounced. Yeah, I remember him um, being popping when I was like um, just graduating high school. Yeah, and man. he was nasty, and then I he just dropped off the face of the earth. He just but it's good to see that he's good. He's yeah, good. exactly. That's and I like seeing stuff like that. And he put out a really dope album, and it really got no credit. And I like it, and it was like my favorite. I still bump it. You know what I mean? If I have to take my super bias for Mac Miller out the picture, it would be Isaiah Rashad's album, bro. Like, yeah. It's just what it is. But my favorite song is different. You said album and song, right? Fuck. Y'all ever heard uh, 42 Doug? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really. Uh... Yeah, y'all niggas is haters. That's why. <laughs> y'all niggas, uh, bro. I didn't even. What? <laughs> I already know you're going to be a hater. You're going to say some jazz shit, bro. But uh, <laughs> the, only, the only thing is, is that like 42 Doug, like 
that nigga could fit in my pocket, bro. Like, <laughs> that's that. You call him forty-two inch Doug. That's crazy. Nigga, that nigga's forty-two centimeters. First of all, first of all, it's four-two Doug. It's not forty-two Doug. Nigga, but it's forty-two. Just like it's they not. Say it's four-two. That's why they said a nigga black name is black. No, it's six lakh nigga. How could you dis- yo first of all uh shout out to East Atlanta I love letter that album was fire love that album too that, I, he's dope black's dope I'm, I'm not gonna do him that dirty but that nigga name is six like when I search him I put in six then lack nigga fuck out of here That's <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So you, you said your favorite song is what by forty two? Uh Turn This Nigga in the City by Forty Two Doug. It's just, just lit and it's Turn This like, Nigga in the look, City. Yeah. I actually looked through my fucking uh shit to see what I listened to the most for this app question and uh it was actually a song. I was kinda surprised, bro, but this is it. I fuck with this song. Mm. Interesting. My, so go ahead, Chuck. What what would be your favorite song? Or your favorite? Start with your album and then go song. I got albums. My song. I got a few go albums, but I, I'm gonna figure out my favorite while I talk about it. Uh, first of all, I want to start off with IDK. His album "You See for Yourself" is fucking fire. Like Man, I didn't. What, what, what genre is that, bro? He's a rapper, bro. You said IDK. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm writing this down. I'm gonna go listen to it. I, yeah, I'm same here. I'm my looking guy was like, like no. is that jazz? <laughs> I, I was gonna say that too, but I'm gonna listen. Actually, IDK, he dropped a really good fucking album. He got uh, let me see. He got uh, he got Prada to Bang with uh, with Young Thug. That shit fucking slaps. He got a song called Hey Auntie about his aunt molesting him, which I didn't, whoa. I didn't, under, I I was like, whoa, that was that was wild to put in the middle of your album, bro. Uh, he yeah. got a song. He got Santa Monica Boulevard, which I really fuck with. Santa Monica Boulevard is is like he he was just spitting like he just went in on that shit. Uh, he got shoot my shot with uh, one of the Migos. I forgot which one. Uh, he he got he got some bangers on this shit. And then he kind of he he made one of those albums where like he remixes all his hits and adds people and puts that on like the the deluxe version of the album. So there's even more features on that shit. Uh, further down, it's a it's a very good album. If you don't know IDK, go listen to him. Um, I'm looking at his Google shit. He has a 98% like on this album. So it it dropped in July. It, this, it was a great album. Um, young thug slime language two was legitimately surprising to me. I did not understand why I was listening to this album, but I couldn't turn it off. Like diamonds dancing. Are you fucking kidding me? Have you heard Diamonds Dancing? Yeah, I, I, I fuck with that album. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bro. I was like, I was like, bro, am I listening to a Young Thug album that fucking slaps, bro? Like, what? What? I don't like Young Thug, bro. That album. I mean, me personally, right. me personally, I do like Young Thug. Like, um, I haven't thought he's dropped a, a really good project since like Barter Six, but um. Slime Language 2 with all its features, the different songs that they have on it. That shit goes fucking stupid. Bro, Ski, that album is fire. Ski, solid yeah. with Drake, bro. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Solid this, goes crazy. Uh, solid on. is my favorite song. Moon Man with Kid Cudi. Come on, bro. Yeah, they go crazy. Album yeah. is so lit, man. He he really like that 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 but, album is like top ten. For he's, me he's so good at like bringing his niggas, like his YSL niggas and all the niggas that he signed and everybody that he's affiliated with, and making these like project group 
um, albums, like Slime Language, the original one, was okay. But this one was fire. Like, this one was, like, he he got it down, in my opinion. I just don't hope that he go he takes the uh, the DJ Khaled uh, fucking route and just becomes this dude who just makes collaboration albums, because that would suck. But um, <clears throat> Kanye. I, um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I think uh, I think it was good. Did y'all uh, like his uh, that punk album he did? Which, it was okay. Young it was okay. I don't think I listened to it. Y'all it was okay. You didn't like it. I heard it was it. different. I didn't. It was different. I like the Drake song on there. I, for, I forgot what it's called, but that shit. I was like the one song. I was, oh my god, this is like this is a really good song. And then like the rest of the album. I was like cooking while I was listening to it, and I was like, "This is just not it, my nigga. I'm sorry." Like, <laughs> yeah, he did like a it. whole album without bass. It, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, um, but yeah, that, it was okay. Um, my next album would be "The Off Season" by J Cole. Bro. Oh my god, how the uh, fuck did that shit slip my list, bro? Amari. My life, oh my applying God. pressure, one hundred mil. Pride is the devil. That bro. album is fucking nuts, bro. That it's my, my album of the year, up, bro. Album of the year. That one and Tyler's album were my runner up. Fuck me. Album of the year, bro. This is Jesus. this is my favorite album of the entire. I could like Amari. I just from time to time put that shit on, and I love the music video for it too. I just watch the music video from time to time. It's it's. It's great. He did. Bro, he I'm really so knocked this shit out of the park. <laughs> so stupid, bro. He knocked oh. that bitch out the park. The only reason you forgot because he dropped it like right in the beginning of the year. I was hyped about it because I. They said like all the fucking heavy hitters were about to drop, and he just dropped. You know what I mean? I like him. Nigga, he, he dropped in May. What you talking about? It's the best the beginning of the year when you in terms of it's music. The middle. Nobody's dropping around. Nobody's dropping around Christmas, bro. Nobody gives a fuck about music around Christmas. Christmas. Nigga, that's Q two. That's Q two yeah. of the year. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a perfect time. But punching the clock, bro. That's my shit. Uh, that's Pride is the devil. Too. Let go my hand. Like mm-hmm. fucking. Oh my god, that album went so stupid. <laughs> I like Tyler's album a little bit more than J. Cole's, but I fuck with both of them heavy, bro, like heavy. You know what? I actually just, I had uh, Tyler's album uh, recommended to me maybe about three weeks ago, and I have it downloaded on my shit, but I just haven't gotten around to listening to it. I have listened to maybe like two or three songs, and they sound really good so far. I don't know the names of them. But Can uh, I ask y'all a question about Tyler, the creator, real quick? Sure. And this this is going off course. Yeah. Why is it that and I'm not I'm not saying he wasn't he wasn't wrong for this because I think everything that happened to him was well deserved because it was a sick bar. Um, Rick Ross talking about slipping a Molly and a girl champagne. She didn't even know it. Everything bad that happened to him was deserved. But again, it happened. Right. Tyler, the creator, made music about literally raping women for years and nobody talks about this. He is not canceled for some old bars like other people get. Because he's, he's made a career about. off of trolling, bro. Yeah, it doesn't is. matter. That literally doesn't matter. The fact that he and 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 you know what the odd future demographic was? It was teenage kids. He's rapping about raping women and teenage kids. That was, shit was not okay. And now that shit brushed by. And now all of a sudden he's like this uh, this icon to like the LGBTQ plus community when he he literally was saying. He was saying the F word and, and ev- bro, he was like, he he hated everybody. He was going at everybody 
and everybody forgot about that shit because he dropped a couple good songs. I yeah. think that's bullshit. I do. I do not think that that's fair. I feel like the people that are canceling people should be looking at that nigga going, "Let's get his ass," because what the fuck? Are you? Oh, so you're basically saying they're being subjective. Legitimately, yes. I think more he's saying that Tyler's using the LGBT thing as a shield. That too. I per- well, I didn't. I didn't say that, but I was thinking that. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to a lot of uh, Odd Future when I was in high school. Um, and I definitely looked at it always as like troll rap. Like yes. I, I never took any of it seriously, personally. I mean, I could definitely see like as an adult now looking back at it, I would look at a, like if I were to hear that shit and have like no knowledge of it and I, I seen a fucking 16 year old listening to it, I'd be shocked. But like as a 16 year old listening to that shit, it wasn't anything crazy. Personally, you, that's my review. When you make an entire career out of troll trolling, you can get away with shit like the same way that Eminem's walking around. He made a fucking song out about how he's going to murder and dump his girlfriend in a, in a fucking Michigan lake, bro. Like, Yeah, but he's white. Very true. They're, Johnny Cash made songs like that. Like, it, white dudes can do that. Uh, we're bro. talking about black wait, dudes. Wait, wait. But why are we subjecting him to that, though? Why, why well, Eminem? Why? No, I'm, I'm saying, saying when you why make are we subjecting entire... Tyler to that if, if Eminem is thing? I don't care about white or black. Fuck them niggas. I don't care about I'm white. I'm telling you why. No, no, no. I'm not I'm I'm not condemning him. I'm saying <sighs> why not. When it comes to the way society works, yeah, it works that way, bro. Eminem is white. That's not gonna happen to him. Well, if you make an entire career off of it, it kinda eludes you too. Like uh uh, yeah, and never mind. I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll talk about who I want to talk about off mic. But I, there's other trolls out there making a career using that organization or community as a shield, bro. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, I just, I think, I think somebody needs to go revisit the shit that Tyler used to. And I, I don't care if it's troll rap because he, he legit made a career off. He was making money off of saying these fucked up things and marketing his shit to kids. I mean, I'm not even gonna go into the other shit. Off, oh, you choose to do like like drugs and shit. They they poured coke, weed, and lean into a blender and drank it. Like that shit. That's crazy to put into a music video when your fan base is fucking teenagers. But that's but a whole different fucking. When you do shit like man. that and make an entire career off of it, they're gonna brush by when you do crazy shit. They're just up. Oh, Tyler's doing crazy shit again. That's just wh- how it works, bro. Yeah, but it should. Well, I understand that. I, I don't think. I don't think. We can like, what if Rick Ross used that fucking excuse? I was just strolling. Then what? Why would Tyler get that uh, that pass and not him? I see exactly. One made a career off of trolling, and one's going to be an isolated incident of trolling. He essentially making a career off of it is worse, though. That's the problem. Yeah, Uh, it is. But it happened. Yeah, yeah. I guess Tyler just did it in a very successful way. And he evolved eventually. That's the biggest part. He evolved eventually. Yeah. You don't yeah. you don't evolve and you keep doing the same shit, it's just gonna get lame. Look at Takashi Six Nine right now. Nobody gives a fuck about that dude. That is Facts. very true. All right, um, boys. I got more. Hold on, nigga. I'm not done. Oh. I go need ahead. to give you my my album of the year. Oh, I thought you uh, I thought you did. I did I actually, but I got two more albums. Uh <laughs> nigga, you chill, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah. Eric, four you named albums. off like four albums, my nigga. Hold I named I two. I, I didn't I even get to one. my fourth one. Go, 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 go. I got it. I got to give Baby Keem his credit, bro. 
his first album was well, real album was legitimately good. Uh, I've seen a lot of people shit on the melodic blue. I don't think you niggas knew who Baby King was before uh, Range Brothers. So fuck you. Um, you don't matter. But he had bangers on that. Trademark USA, Range Brothers, Issues, fucking Family Ties, Do-Rag Activity is probably his number one hit. Do-Rag Activity is incredible. Um, don't shit yeah, on like Baby King, bro. Like, Baby know King is labeled in my, You want to know that shit's labeled? It's, I got it because I downloaded it. I paid for it and everything. You know what it's labeled, though? Because I relabel my music. Do you want to know what that shit's labeled, bro? What is the label, bro? The Melodic Mid. Why did everybody call this album Mid? It was good. It was good. Have you niggas never heard any of his past work? It sounds like That's that. Exactly I heard, I heard one song. That's exactly why it was Mid, bro. It, 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 it does not sound like it's his past work. You cannot do that, bro. All of this old shit is dope, bro. How are you going to come out with some pop? Not, not pop, pop, but... I don't know what he was trying to do, bro. It's the same shit. Yeah, Keem has always had his sound. He's always had that monotone mid-range 808 drop with the... It's uh, called the Melodic Blue. (laughs) (laughs) He's always had that tempo in his shit. Ain't mid-range, but he's got some fucking mid up there, bro. He called Baby Keem mid. That's crazy. He's capable of better. That's all I'm saying, man. My 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 last album is Certified Lover Boy. That shit was great, bro. Uh, shit on Drake all was, you want. It was I don't okay. Care. I thought it was okay. I thought it was I, a uh, very good fucking album, man. I mean, I have the well. T- Drake has dropped some legendary albums, so I have high expectations for him personally because I I like Drake a lot. Um, and I thought it was very much a compilation album, which had really good songs on it, but it was it was just okay. In my opinion, mm. it had it had some songs that I still listen to that I have on in, in like my little playlist for sure. But um, yeah, I would rank it as high as the other ones that I named. Like uh, a lot of those songs are throwaways. I'm a big music fan and I get a lot of leaks. Uh, that's my thing. I like leaks. And I've had a lot of those songs for a while. A lot of them were throwaways. It kind of sounds like he had to put out an album and then fucking just throw it out. You know what I mean? But it's yeah, a, that's it's, what I mean by like a compilation album. Yeah. It's, just it's a, a it's good so, Drake album, though. It's good. I yeah, can see that solid. for like the first four songs on the album. Those just didn't. like. I've never heard Drake start off an album like that before. That was just weird to me. He started off like so. It Like normally, you he gets you into that shit. The first song is either like some real intense, like melodic shit or it's like a banger. And that I didn't get that at all. I kind of agree with Eric. Now that I really think of it, bro, it, it felt like a compilation album. It didn't feel like together. Like and just like you said, the intro is usually like where a Drake, banger. yeah, it, it it it's a banger and he sets the fucking mood. You know what I mean? And it wasn't not like that in this. Cool. But let's let's get into the fucking nitty gritty. All right, UFC Vegas forty six had just passed. Cater. And Giga, um, yeah, I niggas. think uh, I think I have some repenting to do. Both of y'all. Um, <laughs> why didn't the Giga kick work though? I don't get it. Everybody <laughs> folds. I'm fucking That's confused. Uh, no, congrats to Kader, I told y'all. man. He did. He did good. He did fucking good, man. That pressure coming forward was a lot for Giga to to deal with, and it makes sense, you know, like. Elite, a, a lot of the most elite um, kickboxers can definitely fight on the back foot, and some of them still have a, 
a tough time with it apparently especially mixing in the uh the threat of the takedown is is a big deal i think um, that was the real big deal bro when when he threw that giga kick with like every bit of his might and missed and fell three times and then Cater hopped on top of him it was a wrap after that man he just fucking he gassed him he could not get his breath back i i, I was fucking as wrong as humanly possible bro like yep. it yeah it, it it was bad like i I felt bad. <laughs> yeah, Giga got his ass beat. And I threw some money at it, bro. I'm not even going to lie. I threw some money at it, and I don't have that money anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Bookie laughing at your ass, boy. Motherfucker, <laughs> he counting your money with a see-through visor right now, nigga. He licking his thumb <laughs> while he peel every dollar bill back, nigga. <laughs> nigga smoking a Spider-Man smoking cigarette, nigga. <laughs> candy sticks. That's money, bro. That was like I told you, niggas. Rewind the podcast if you're listening right. Well, not rewind, but go back and listen to last week's podcast where I said, don't sleep on Cater and what these niggas say. Giga kick. That's what y'all said, bro. That was your response. I said last podcast. Now, I I said, I don't want to make a choice here because I, I think Cater can really handle this motherfucker and Giga is not proven. And these yeah. motherfuckers bullied me into it, bro. I didn't even want to pick Giga, bro. We were all wrong. It's some bullshit. It's all good. It happens. Giga had some moments. <sighs> yeah, like one. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I think it's a. Uh, it was a. It was a good bout. I mean, the rest of the card was shit. Let's be honest. You know what the real triumph was for this podcast? What? The heavyweight banger that we called. We call oh, yeah. that shit. Nobody Colin wanted to Sherman? listen to that. Everybody's like, "How could you?" I got motherfuckers DMing us talking about how could you say that? How could you? How could you be excited for a heavyweight fight? Did y'all not see that shit? That shit was awesome. The rest of the card was, was a snore lit. fest, and the heavyweight fight was the second best fight of the Kill night. The they went. They like I said, they fight like their families are in a fucking van, and if you lose, <laughs> you don't get to see them anymore, bro. Chase Sherman put it all out there. He got fucking destroyed, but he put it out there. Yeah, I liked it, bro. I liked every bit of that card. But here's my question: Do y'all think Cater's the number one contender? No, 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 no. no. But I do think he needs to fight Yair, and then there's a number one contender there. Listen, if there, if the UFC is willing to book. Uh, Volk Max for a third time. That nigga can't hear fight Max. What are you talking about? I'm not hearing it. He gonna get his ass beat again. Uh, he's not gonna be Max because he's injured, right? Nah, yeah, yeah Max right, is now. Up right now. But either way, they wouldn't throw him in because they already got TKZ. Max so probably not fighting until late summer. Up, after TKZ get his fucking face beat, or he knocks out Volk. That's not gonna happen. Everybody drops Volk in a fight. I just want to point that out, but go ahead. Yeah, and TKZ could flatline him, honestly. Yeah. He's one of the if few he niggas. drops something, he's not getting up. Yeah. If he if he connects on the chin and he hurts Volk, he's going to. Everybody saying, does that. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying, like, in general, like, TKZ is one of the few people at 45 that you don't want to let hit you clean. I don't know, man. I don't know. Volk's proved it to me. I'm sorry. No, Volk is great. No, I don't I doubt think Volk yeah, got, yeah. A, got a go argument. But when everybody you have fought in your last four to five fights have dropped you, 
that's not a good fucking sign, bro. He was. It's funny that he decided to tweet out at Max Holloway, your chin's not going to hold up, mate. It's funny you should say that, bro, because niggas drop you in every fucking fight, bro. Like, how long can I your did, chin hold up? I did not know he tweeted that shit, bro. That's like that's a fucking hilarious. He said, how many wars can Max Holloway have? How long do you expect that chin to hold up? Bro, oh, you okay. are calling the kettle black, sir. Yeah, that's a, that's a bug. Um, I mean, I do see where what he means by that, but to say that from his per- specific point of view is, is pretty funny. It's ironic. It's extremely ironic. It's wrong. Um, it's what it is. <laughs> it's wrong, yeah. bro. I mean, it's just the amount of damage that Max has taken in wars is, is a little scary for me as a fan. Um, fucking Masvidal and Covington is fucking official. How about that? Yeah, enough of that. Let's get into that shit. Last week, we talked about it a bit, but this week, it's an official, official Oh, wait, fight. let me ask Yugi. Is it official, official, Yugi? Nigga, until they get in the ring, no, bro. Legitimately, yeah, you're right. You're right. I agree with that, yes. I, that's, that's basically still my point of view. It never changed. Until I hear Kurt Angle's music hit, no, it's not official, bro. Fuck. Until I see Masvidal in a cheap-ass fucking knockoff of a fucking designer robe. And then Masvidal's in terrible shape. Have y'all seen him? No. Nah. I have not. He thick? Thick ain't the word, bro. That nigga look like he been straight oatmeal, bro. Like he's Cuban, bro. Like that's what y'all don't understand, bro. If you got motherfucking, if you got Taino blood, you gonna get Luis Guzman disease, bro. You just balloon. Yeah. <laughs> you eat one fucking platano and it's over, bro. Nigga said by thirty six, you definitely gonna look like Roberto Coloma, nigga. <laughs> it's the same shit with Hawaiians, bro. Max Holloway gonna be a middleweight in like five years, bro. Yeah, he's definitely gonna look like um, he's definitely gonna look like Tai Tuivasa by the time he's forty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to get flipped though. It's not like I want this dude Kobe to win, man. Like, no, fuck that nigga Kobe. I want a double KO. I want all you said the that. bad things to happen to Kobe, like, but I had to pick a. Oh, so you want Jorge to win? I prefer yeah. Jorge, Jorge I to win. Jorge to win, but it's For not sure. gonna happen that way. If I had to put money on it, Kobe's gonna win that. Bro, Chael Sonnen, did y'all see what he said about that fight? Oh, Jesus. Did not. Bro, Chael Sonnen said, I'm legitimately surprised Jorge took this fight, and it was very nice watching him fight throughout his career because this is his last fight. (laughs) I've been thinking the same thing. This is his last money grab, bro. This is it. It might be. Yeah, I'm just saying Kobe's going to end his career, bro. He's getting up there in age. but He's going to get ragdolled a little bit too, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Covington's definitely gonna out wrestle him. That's not a and uh, strike him. He's gonna talk all that shit and fuck with his ego. We might not see Masvidal after this fight. BMF belt might be gone, bro. What if Kobe sleeps him? Oh my god! Imagine he does the Usman shit where he's sticking his tongue out and laughing, and Kobe hits him with the same shit Usman hit him with. Imagine your your retirement fight is getting slept by Kobe and him laughing over you, bro. I'd fucking puke, bro. I'd grab my trash can and hurl. I oh I don't get God. why y'all look, bro. They both MAGA boys. I, I don't like either one of these niggas. Like I don't yeah, I, I don't have any I skin like in the them. game. Like I said, a double KO is my wet fucking dream. I I oh my God. I have to clean my room after that. But that would be the ideal situation. It's not super realistic, but it but if I were being realistic. 
I personally want to see Masvidal get fucking dominated. And then yeah. I want to see Gilbert Burns fight Colby after Gilbert Burns beats the shit out of Chimaev. That's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Chimaev getting slept. You got, not, faith in, you got faith in Hamza right there? No, I, I got faith in Hamza right now, bro. Like, Why? Because he picked Leech up? Big fucking no, deal, bro. No, because his size advantage over Gilbert and what Gilbert does in fights where people has a size advantage over him, bro. I'm going like, to keep it a buck. He's going to look like a heavyweight next to Gilbert. He's going yeah, to look gigantic next to Gilbert. Yeah, he's going to look massive. I oh fuck damn you got me doubting myself now and that's um, gonna be a humongous problem for Gilbert bro look what look yeah. how he folded against Usman like but everybody and, looks big next to Gilbert at, at welterweight though so I'm not worried then, about that. think about how much bigger Kamaev's gonna look against him bro yeah Chimaev is bigger than most of the fucking the welterweights big boy because he's a middleweight yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah I mean oh, sure we'll see fuck all right I'll, I'll, better I'll, not I'll play the it. game. That's all I can say. He should not play the game. Don't even yeah. try. You know you have better striking than him. Just strike. Don't play the ground game. Speaking of bro. ground game, where the fuck is Cron Gracie, bro? Facts. Where is this nigga, bro? In fucking Cub Swanson's lunchbox. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> It could Jesus be. Jesus Christ. All right, so when Kron came over strong, to UFC, right? when Kron came to UFC, my my boys were hyping him, right? Like the, the jiu-jitsu team and shit. Were hyping. My, my friend Kevin specifically, because he followed Kron's whole jiu-jitsu career. Kron would have been super fucking successful in jiu-jitsu if he wasn't doing gi, probably. Uh, not only that, but like if he were in, in competitions that prioritize submissions over points... He lost a lot of the time because he's not a point guy. He's like, I go for finishes. This point shit is weird. Like, I didn't grow up like this. My dad is fucking Hickson. But Mm -hmm. not only that, when he came into the UFC, everybody expected him to just get fucking KO when nobody knows that he grew up doing fucking Taekwondo. Like, the dude has been punching and kicking his whole life. Now, when you watch his fucking fights... You would not know that he's been striking his whole fucking life. The motherfucker started training with the Diaz brothers, and now he looks like a Diaz brother in a cage, and it's ridiculous. He needs to leave them as soon as possible. I was never a fan of Kron Gracie, bro. Like, I'm a fan of jiu-jitsu, so I was, like, really hyped to see him. But if you really just go and look at his kind of jiu-jitsu career and shit like that, he's not, you know what I mean? Like, he's good. He's great. But I don't know, bro. He's, like, somebody... I'm not going to say that they're right, but somebody said to me that, like, Kron Gracie is the Dylan Dennis of the Gracies. And it, Dylan Dennis is a great jujitsu. What? Man. I'm confused. Have you, go look up Dylan Dennis' jujitsu record. Please go do it. Go. Dylan Dennis is mid. Have you found Dylan Dennis is not mid. What? No, have you bro, been pulled here? I, maybe I have, but his fucking, his no gi record is not fucking bad. Are we talking oh. about gi? Because Gi does not fucking matter. I don't care about Gi records, nigga. Look up his record in general, bro. It's not that good. Okay. I do yeah, know that I just looked it up, and uh, it says that Crown Gracie just recently moved to Montana to open a new gym due to the COVID-19 restrictions in California. Good. Um, Keep the DSs away from you. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be an interesting thing. Um, you know, Apparently, he's also a fucking flat earther. What? Yeah. 
His dad is Terrible. Hicks and Gracie, y'all. Calm down. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought those people vanished, bro. Yeah, I did too. But whatever. How, bro? They're all around the globe. <laughs> <laughs> Bars, nigga. Oh, that's I thought just common sense would like pop up eventually, bro. That's just stupid. Oh, people are fucking idiots, bro. People, people still believe that crop circles were made by people that, like, people still think that aliens come from a different planet and then come to these ran- random fields in, like, fucking Montana or some shit and just paint a giant circle in the crops. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shit, that's so stupid. <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. It's just funny. It is. Bro. Kanye oh. wants to beat the shit out of Pete Davidson. Yeah. Nigga, yeah, put them niggas serious. at the, Yeah, put them niggas in a trailer bout. Throw them on throw them on a lock and pull card. I don't know if Kanye can fight. Kanye got a Kanye lot of mouth. Pete Davidson, bro. Kanye can beat up paparazzi, but that don't mean he can fight. Pete Davidson from New York, bro. Nah, Pete, Pete Davidson would put the hands on him. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I gotta think he would. I think Pete Davidson might sleep his 50-year-old ass, bro. That's not that's what I'm bro, saying. I, I'm saying Pete Davidson will beat his ass. I think yeah. before the year is up, they're gonna come across each other, bro, and niggas is not gonna like the outcome. Yeah, it's gonna be Pete Davidson sleeping Kanye fucking was, bro. Gonna be a I'm a puke. That's when I puke. Go through the wire again, bro. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? It's going to be bad, bro. He better leave that young boy alone. Kanye got to remember he's 40-something years old, man. Yeah, Kanye 40-something with, like, four kids. That nigga need to relax. And Pete's, like, what, 30, young 30s? Yeah. Just give her up, bro. Probably like, even like, late 20s, I think, maybe. Why you even? Nah, I think he's early 30s. The shit he doing is, nah, like, he might harassment. be. He might be young because... Um, he was a youth when his pops passed during 9-11. So he's got to be like, I'm going to look at it right now. Pete Davidson is 28. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, I told you, Young bro. boys beating your, your baby mama down. Just let it happen, bro. It's okay. Look at this funny-looking motherfucker, bro. If he slept just Kanye West, go, that bro. would be crazy. Goofy-looking nigga just That's slapping Kanye's feet. Your Kanye West. baby mama ass. Just slapping Over her shit. Over Kim no K, bro? And he's then, like harassing I, her. Bro, the girl that he, said, uh, I, what's her name, Julia he Fox? He bought a house across the street from her? He bought, yeah, he bought the house across the street from her, bro. <laughs> bro, Julia Man. Fox is such an upgrade from Kim K. Oh, exactly. my God. Run around on, with Julia bro. Fox. And he don't even, that's not even a real relationship. Hang around a couple of bathrooms, get your ego right, you know what I mean? Like, walk back out in there and be like, yeah, kind of, you know what I mean? Julia and they're all crumpled up, nigga. You know what I mean? Like. Get your ego back, and then fuck Kim Kardashian, bro. She look like she got a diaper for her ass. What, what do you like? Come on, man. <laughs> I seen her sex tape. Her, the pussy can't be that good, bro. Ray She's J looked not traded anything. Uh, did we, we talked about this last podcast. Yeah, that was the first uh, time I ever bust. Nigga, that's hilarious. That shit is the worst sex tape ever. I hope what? Pete Davidson walk across the street and just steal on that nigga while he getting the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they both come outside getting the mail and Pete Davidson is in his robe and Kanye's robe and just come out there and punch that nigga in the face for all the wild shit. He's so in this scenario, he moves in with Kim K, bro? Okay, he's bro. Off, he, Everybody knows he's at Kim K's house. He's, the videos like on his Instagram and shit, he's at Kim's house. Wow. Oh, 
That's insane. <laughs> Imagine you just yeah. wake up and you just go outside to pick up an Amazon package. Kanye <laughs> been taking too many L's. Kanye across the street staring at you. I go punch that nigga in the mouth. You just pick up your Amazon package and your neighbor just steal all you. Why are you buying a house across the street and harassing me, putting me in rap songs and shit? That like at first, at first I was like, yo, I I would just chill. If I was Pete, I would just chill and do my thing. You know what I mean? But you ain't gonna sit here and keep disrespecting me and put me in rap songs and all kinds of shit. You buy a house across the street. Like, nah, man, I'm, I'll walk out right across, you know what I mean? You picking up your Amazon package, you can pick up your lip, too. I'll hit that nigga right. Bro. What the fuck? <laughs> you snuffed that little stupid nigga. That's funny as fuck, bro. But that's what you get. Like, what the fuck is you doing, bro? Like, get, like I understand, like, that's your baby mom and all that. But, like, but if she's nigga. saying, let it go, let it go, bro, it's to exactly. a point where it becomes harassment. Exactly. Like, now you just looking like Chris Brown and Carucci. Like, it's not looking good, bro. Like, oh man, a, don't get me started a, with Chris Brown. That nigga Gucci. said Jesus brought him back to kick Pete, to kick Pete Davidson's ass in a song. Bro, Jesus was like, mm. <laughs> I just, <laughs> you just put the conceited meme there. He's yeah, like, mm. Jesus like, I don't know, bro. Let's. Oh, I, don't, I don't think that's why I brought you back, Kanye. I don't yeah. remember uh, that being in the script. Pretty sure Nigga, I brought but... you back from my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Hey, okay, so <laughs> while we're talking about while we're talking about scripts and shit, man, y'all had mentioned David Arquette to me like a little while ago. Yeah, and I got bored and I watched this documentary, right? With him talk about it. You can. I, I am about to talk about it because y'all did the same thing that everybody else did. Y'all like pushed that shit off and thought it was like a gimmick and like a game. You know what I mean? And then, like. The only person who did not think that shit was a game was David Arquette, bro. That nigga was dead serious. Did y'all know that? About what? Bro, he oh. had... Oh, I didn't go deeper into it. He's a wrestler today. Like, in 2022, he's still wrestling. Yeah, he be wrestling on side on, like, fucking traffic and shit. Like, he was dead serious. He dropped... <laughs> he wrestling in traffic. He he, uh, he's a deathmatch wrestler. documentary, he was wrestling. He was trying his hardest to be, like, real, and nobody would believe him. To the point where, like, the, the jobbers and shit was, like, purposely trying to hurt this nigga. It was dumping this dude directly on his head, bro. Nobody gave a fuck about him. They was, like, that's just fine. As a, as a former pro wrestler, let me just tell you, that's customary. If you come into the wrestling business and you didn't pay your dues, motherfuckers are going to beat the shit out of you, bro. They're just okay. going to beat you up. Okay. His entire career? Yes. What if, No, bro. What if you take your lumps? Eventually, they got to let up, bro. When I say they had this man wrestling in traffic, I am not exaggerating. Everybody did their little act in traffic. Oh, that's you know what I mean? And, and David Arquette was there giving it his all. He was the last person to walk walk off. He walked off all hurt acting and shit, but he was probably really hurt. They was whipping his ass in traffic, bro. Like that's hilarious, man. I have to watch <laughs> Imagine you just pull up to a red light and you just look off to your right. And you just see a nigga getting vertical suplexed into the street. Bro, that's what it was. Into a chair. Like, these niggas were serious. (laughs) 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 You had a red light and David Arquette takes a spine buster through a chair. Like, (laughs) it's like, oh, damn, David Arquette's still out here like that. It's crazy. This documentary was crazy, bro. 
Oh my god! It was crazy. He dropped everything to like his career, like his movie career. His wife left him. Like he was dead serious, and since nobody would take him serious, he would just come home all busted up. Like they was fucking him up, and then like, yeah. So let me explain that to you. In pro, like I said, in pro wrestling, if you don't pay your dues, then you don't get respect. So you're saying, oh, his whole career, yes. Now. The reason I say that is because he's he's in. Well, yeah, because he's he's in his 40s. He's not going to be wrestling for very long. Max, he's probably going to be wrestling for like three, four or five years. So, yeah, those three, four or five years, they're going to put him through fucking hell. He wouldn't get respect until the very end of his career. And that's only if he did shit right. And that's just pro wrestling. I'm not saying that it makes sense. Wrestling is fucking toxic. I'm not a wrestler anymore. I fucking hated it. I'm saying that it's not like he started at the top. If he started at the top, I would completely agree. But he no, he agreed. did. He main evented those shows, those indie shows that he did. He main evented all of them. Event, but he did the indie no. show. No, 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 no. He main evented the first indie show that he was on, bro. Day think one. of business wise, how are you going to put David Arquette when he's at the peak of his acting career on the bottom of a fucking wrestling? The card? peak of his acting career, or not peak, but you know what I mean. Like he's still. Nigga, he started wrestling in like 2019. That's not the peak of his acting career. Well, whatever, you know what I mean? He, no, he did it back in the day too. He did a little. He's well, been yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I'm sorry, not started, but started to do wrestling full time. He didn't do that shit until like a few years ago. No, that he I'm wasn't. Saying, no, it was it was a washed up like, ass David Arquette, bro. I'm saying it's not like, hey, here's the WWE title shot because you're Drake. That's not, you know what I mean? That's not what it was. Fucking. And and I don't know the 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 culture or anything like that. You just gotta watch a documentary. This shit's crazy. They, they I understand. They I knew up. what happened because I was, was watching those shows with him. Getting but, tombstone and shit, bro. Like you. They, <laughs> why does the move get more severe every time you say it? <laughs> he got four fifty splashed off a building in traffic. Flashing bro. the bright lights, like come on, bro, get out the way. Like nigga said, he got shooting star pressed off the light post. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all gotta check that shit out, bro. Y'all have to check that. Oh, I'm surprised y'all haven't seen it. Nah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll I'll give it a look. I'll give it a look just to see somebody get their ass beat in the middle of a red light. That nigga Shaq was like, "Fuck that." (laughs) Hard pass, bro. I might just, I might just YouTube search just David Arquette traffic wrestling. I might just do that, bro. You can find it on Twitter. I'm sure. I'm fucking sure. I'm sure. I'm sure, man. What do y'all think uh, about the turnout with the Gon and um, Goddamn Gon and Francis fight? Do you think the winner's gonna get to fight John? I think the winner gets <laughs> oh. to fight Derek Lewis. I think the winner will end up fighting um, Alexander Volkov. <laughs> Them niggas is not gonna oh, wow. pay John Jones, bro. <laughs> Them niggas not paying John Jones, bro. Let's stop beating around the bush. Hey, John, fuck uh, Derek Daniel Lewis Wizards. for saying he'd take five million, bro. Fuck him for that. That was so weak, bro. Fuck Derek Lewis, bro. Well, well, at the same time, you gotta understand, my son Derek Lewis is he came from oh, the dirt. So. Not even that. Not even that. You gotta understand that he is in Texas. Facts. That five million okay. dollars stretch, stretch. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They they tax completely, bro. You are nuts. You are out of your mind, bro. You give me five million in Texas, I want yes, please. You realize you realize you get taxed in the state that you fight in, right? Yeah, but you also <laughs> realize that you bring all that bread back, and it, it uh, after it gets taxed. The cost of living is way different, bro. That fight was in Houston. No, I'm talking about whatever fight happens, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. More than likely, they end up probably fighting in Vegas. But um, if that if that was to have uh, end up being the case, but I'm just saying, like in general, the cost of living will stretch you more. Like, bro, you can I, the types of houses you could get down there for like hundred fifty thousand dollars, bro. So I don't think y'all realize y'all, what's happening to Texas right now. Texas is not what it used to be. Texas is becoming up California. The, yeah. the prices are crazy in Texas. That's it's not going to stretch you, bro. But with yeah. that said, do y'all think he's going to pay Cejudo? Who? Dana. Dana White? Not gonna pay, Dana, Dana White? not going to pay John. Do you think he's going to pay Cejudo? And do you think Cejudo's going to get a title shot? I, I, Who, I, Uncle I Dana White? Hell no. Hell no. Hell fucking no. Not in a million years. I would love for it to happen, but he didn't even want to pay Cejudo when he was champion. So No, he didn't want to pay Cejudo when he was double champion, nigga. That's way nigga, worse. It's so much worse. Like... You, if you don't want to pay your double champ and nigga, he was damn near about to close his division while he was in the middle of defending it. Like he did, he he don't he don't really fuck with Cejudo. He may respect Cejudo's accolades, but he don't fuck with Cejudo, bro. I'm not hearing it. I don't understand why he doesn't pay him. I, I don't think he's gonna pay him either. But I don't think there's like a reason not to anymore, bro. Like that, I don't understand. Like you, you try to thing with gone and and it's. <clears throat> Gon's not popular. Fucking Francis is kind of shitting on his own popularity by not being in the media because he wants money. Fucking like, what the, where does, I'm not trying to see Lewis in a fucking title fight again because as soon as you pay him, he doesn't give a fuck. And then I'm not trying to see Volkov in a fucking title fight because no. And then like. (laughs) Just not. Nah, nah, just no. Like, what the fuck? Where do you go from there? You know what I mean? You need something for the heavyweight division. It's not 2017. Yeah, exactly. Like the thing is, is that until Dana and the whoever the fuck also dictates the, this payment shit decides that it's actually worth to pay their fucking athletes, it's this is gonna continue. There's gonna there's no other solution than increasing the pay for fighters. Like you can beat around the bush. You can say this. All oh, this they get paid. Whatever. I don't care. No, no, nothing is going to happen. There's going to be no movement from either side until the until there's an increase in pay. And that's just the, the issue, bottom line. The issue is fighters like Dawkins and, and, and what's the other guy? Yeah, that are, 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 are fine. Take fucking the, yeah, pe- the, peanuts, you, bro. the new kids. Exactly. The new kids. So, yeah, there is a solution. It's not a good solution, but for UFC, it's the best solution possible. They That's why Contender Series exists. They get these kids in, they sign them to shitty contracts, they become fucking contenders, and they keep them on that fucking deal. I saw one dude on Twitter, speaking of deals, I saw one dude on Twitter going, I don't feel bad for Francis because he signed the deal and now he wants more money in the middle of the deal. Let me clarify something to you. Francis Ngannou signed the deal for five to $600,000. He became a champion, so that deal extends every time he fights. So that's where the bullshit lies. It's not yep. that Francis decided one day, oh, you know, well, I want more money. No, he became a champion, and he's fighting for the same money that he was fighting for before he became a champion because his shit yep. extended. It's bullshit. Not, it's unfair. Not even that. As somebody who does contracts all the fucking time, if the situation changes, then this contract needs to fucking change. I'd like exactly. it, it, it just is what it is. That's like saying I'm building a house and a, and some fuck a hurricane comes and knocks down everything that I fucking worked. You know what I mean? I'm gonna need more money to build a house. Like it, it yeah. just it just is what it is. Like it, yep. contracts 
should be able to change just because it's a contract. It's not like, no, to the end of time, that's what it is. Something like that. Like, no, that's not the way contracts fucking work. I think people got contracts super fucked up. Yeah. People just, and the, the, the shittiest part is, is that these people are, are the same guys who are like always like championing for like uh, certain fights to happen. Or, or always want these certain ma- people. They want to see these fighters. They want to watch them compete. But then it's just like they also are the same people on the other hand. are like, well, you signed the contract. That's the payment you're going to get. Like, nigga, fuck you. How entitled can you fucking be? And, and that's not to say that that's everybody because there are definitely people who are, who are about both positive sides. But you can't sit here and try to like champion for certain fights and ask for them and ask, oh, when John, when you're gonna move up, and then say shit like, bro, he's getting enough pay, like nigga, eat my dick. How about that? I guarantee you fucking fight Francis and Ganu and and elephant. Just listen to the situation, man. Let's say I'm Francis and you get me into the title fight with Stipe and I knock him out. I want more money. It's just simple as that. I beat your guy. I want more money. And that's not even what he did. That's 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 one thing. Yes, he's entitled to that. But that's not even what happened. And motherfuckers think that's what happened. And that's a real issue there. The the yep. what actually happened was he's stuck in that deal. He literally can't get it. Or according to him, and uh, Brett Okamoto was asking him some good ass questions. He was like, I don't think that's how that works, Francis. But. Francis is saying when he beats gone, it's going to extend to one more fight like it always does when you're a champion. And he's saying by the end of 2022, even if it extends, he signed a five year deal. So it's going to it's going to reset. So the deal is going to expire at the end of the year, no matter what. Uh, If it expires with the one fight on there, then he can leave. I don't know if that's true. I don't know who told Francis that, but I hope it is. I hope that his plan works out for him. I hope yeah. that his plan works out for him, but I could tell you as somebody who does contracts, that's not the way that kind of works. Yeah, God that's going to – because the thing is, is that that will be a stipulation on the contract, which will essentially keep it alive. God damn but, it. Yeah. People need to learn how to negotiate better. And also yeah. the other side needs to learn that negotiation is a real thing. You know what I mean? Like – if the if the entire situation changes, the entire negotiation needs to change. Like, yeah, this is what it is. Yeah, I mean um, it's unfortunate because uh, he essentially like jumped in to the UFC with this. Did he sign the, uh, an, a a separate contract in the middle of his UFC career? I think he um, signed I've, a new one when he became champion, and that's what the issue was. No, nah, okay. it's the same. It's the same deal. Um, he signed a contract five years ago. So when – who did he fight about five years ago? Derek Lewis. I think that was after the Derek Lewis fight. Derek Lewis fight was not five fucking years ago. It was. It was 2017, right? No way. I think that was five years ago. Or no, it was the Stipe no fight. It was the way. first Stipe fight. It was the first Stipe fight, not the Derek Lewis fight. Sorry. He signed a new deal when he fought Stipe. And that's the deal. He's still on to this day after he beat Stipe in a rematch and knocked out like four fucking dudes in between. He knocked out Kane fucking Velasquez. And he's still on the same deal. It's bullshit. Yo, what the fuck? Yo, time is so weird, bro. 
Yeah, bro, that was five years ago when he fought Steve. My, yo, Steve, yeah, no, nah, I'm just looking, I just looked up Francis's record, and he's been in the UFC for seven years. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yo, time is, I remember him debuting, bro. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah, okay. But, um, I remember no, yeah, the, the braids, way. bro. He had the dusty yeah. ass braids. I'll never forget was terrible, that. nigga. He had the neck braids. They were super fucking next to each other. No he looked space. like a white woman braided his shit, bro. He should have went to. Tekesha, <laughs> he definitely looked like, look like he was about to throw a lace front over the top of that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, a blonde one. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, yeah, that's that's fucking wild to have something mm-hmm. from five years ago just fucking creep up on you and just fucking haunt you. It's just wild. I yeah. mean, it's it's super super unfortunate. Um, I and like you, like I said, I hope there's some way they can work their way out of this this contract. Maybe he fucking, maybe there's some fucking collusion, and he fucking just tells uh, gone in France in French to just nigga rear naked choke me, my nigga. I'm out of here. You may, you know, you never know. Maybe <laughs> now, whenever I happens. call fixed fights, niggas want to jump down my bro. Nigga, I don't know why. Nah, whenever I be like, that shit look kind of fixed. Hold up, Shaq. If there was ever a time. If there was ever a time, this was the best. This is the best time to fix a fight, my nigga. Nah, I thought the Glover shit looked kind of fixed. I feel like he passed the torch to him. He was like, "All right, you got it." Like Glover and Homeboy were legitimately for anyway. I'm not even gonna go into that shit. I don't think that now, but in that moment, I was like, "Damn, that looked like a work, bro." Anyway, all right. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they, I'm just saying, if they would, this is probably the best. Or the most justifiable time to do such a thing, such a, such a terrible, terrible thing. Okay, and who I y'all do, got? And in I that genuinely fight. mean terrible. I was just gonna that say fight. that while we're talking about Francis, who do we have in that fight, man? I got Francis Oof. by boop. <laughs> I got Francis by unga bunga. I got gone by running. <laughs> I like that. And running and, and making him tired. Hella athletic footwork, bro. He's gonna yeah. baby, he's gonna infant punch him to death. Yeah, if uh, if Francis happens to touch anywhere on his face with his arm, um, he's gonna take a nap and a really long one. Also, people are forgetting that Gon's really good on the ground, bro. It's gonna be yeah, and people also people Francis, also forget it's gonna be Gon versus Derek Lewis all over again for real. No, yeah. it's not, bro. Don't ever say no, that about no, Francis no, no, ever. No, ever Derek Lewis life. can't oh, beat nigga. Stipe, nigga. Neither can Gon, honestly. But okay. Listen. He's going to baby punch him to death, bro. People also, so. like, Gon may be good on the ground, but people also, like, tend to forget that uh, Francis Ngano also has a submission on his record. In which he basically took the nigga's arm, right? And he was like, oh, you're going to come more to try to get a better position. Nope, this shit is mine. And then he fucking just took him to the ground, and he, he basically ripped the dude's arm off of a pure strength. And he was like, no, yeah, that's the first time I've ever tried it. <laughs> so let's see what the fuck happens. There's a difference between being good on the ground and being strong on the ground, man. Fucking Yugi, as somebody who did jujitsu, nigga, you know sometimes that strong motherfucker that strong will dominate you. Do it, bro. He can do yeah. it. Yeah. So we gonna yeah. act like Gordon Ryan is not a person? Like that nigga is the epitome of strength and technique. That nigga is like two twenty horse meat. And I'm not saying he this, don't exist. That has fine. the craziest technique in the world. 
But I'm yeah, just saying, I mean, I'm just saying, like, straight. I think, it, I think after getting hit in the face with about 14 baby punches, gone is just going to start, or not gone, Francis is just going to start throwing windmills, bro. I don't think why nigga he just he was so calm in the Stipe fight and now all of a sudden people think that he's about to revert back to 2015. Go watch that fight again, bro. Go watch that fight. I, did, I actually did just watch that fight recently. I watched bro. it yesterday. He was not as calm as people think, bro. He was. Yes, he was. Dude, he was. He was super calm. He, he, nigga, he was about to put a cape on and start flying, bro. He was about to start throwing. No, because <laughs> what happened at first? He he chased him down a bit and then Stipe backed him up with a little jab. And that's when that's when he reassessed the situation. He didn't move forward, hit a little feint, and uh, Stipe got you know air, like a little. He thought he had his opportunity, and that's when he booped Stipe again. Okay. Um, to Yugi's to Yugi's credit, I will say he did put his foot on the gas, but you are leaving out a point. But yeah, you need to. He dropped Stipe the first time before he knocked him out. He dropped that man with a straight, bro. Mm -hmm. A straight. And he sent him, if there was no cage, if there was no cage, he would have hit the floor, bro. But Mm -hmm. anyway, he booped him with that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And that's really what made him go, I could put my foot on the gas. I got him rocked. And then that's when everything happened. That you, whole put on a gas thing is really what's turning me off about this fight because if he gets baby punched in the face enough, he's going to put his foot on the gas and he's probably going to either end up on the ground or he's going to end up taking like 17 more baby punches to the face. Like, why you think he's some kind of ape, bro? Like, why you yeah, think why he's you just going to go unga bunga? Who the fuck? I mean, to be fair, like, he does, when, he sway, when he hits people, it is unga bunga. But that's fine. When he, that's fine, bro. When, when that little switch turns in him, he just starts throwing windmills, bro. He takes flight. Bro, what? In what fight did he ever get picked apart and just went fuck it? I'm gonna go I crazy. Didn't say, I didn't say he gets picked apart. I say when that switch hits, and I'm not saying like how the switch. But hits, where are you saying, getting this from? Is what I'm asking. Rosenstroke fight. Like, all right, I'm tired of nigga. The fight had just started. What do you mean? I, I see what I saw so when he's trying to say what, what Yugi is trying to say, essentially, is that Gon will force him into a state of desperation in which he will approach the fight like the Roses. Oh, yeah, I'm Am I getting that, that right? Maybe, yes. Gon is going to okay. baby punch him in the face until uh, Francis gets frustrated and starts windmilling, bro. That's and great. When have you ever seen Francis get frustrated? <clears throat> It's not to say that it's impossible. No, and he said, "I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying what makes you think that you have to have something that makes you feel that way because of the how quick, like he had, how quick he pulls the trigger, like in the Rosenstruck fight and the Stipe fight. He has moments where he just fucking." Just he goes, he goes predator. He goes, he, he, he lives up to his name. But yeah, in the Rosenstruck fight. It worked. It was a smart <laughs> yes, fucking it, plan. Yeah, yeah, it was the best. It, it was the best thing he could have done. It, it was yeah, yes, it worked. Rosenstruck's a bum. No, he's I'll, not a bum. Leave KJ Jesus, alone. That's, that's ex- <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's exactly the reason. <laughs> that's exactly the reason that I um I, I the reason I think that it was his best opportunity is because he would have ended up getting picked apart by Rosen Strike. Um, I don't think he would have, but yeah. <laughs> personally, I think he would have, but um, I I do see where um where Yugi comes from, what he means, because any fighter can get frustrated. It doesn't matter if you don't have a history of it or what. Um, especially you when you're fighting somebody like Gon. Yeah. Especially but if not you're this many fights like deep into your career. has a lot of really good footwork who definitely has um, a really good cardio as well for somebody who's at heavyweight. But um, like to, Shaq, to Shaq's credit, um, we haven't seen him really like be frustrated while on the back foot. 
So there may be times where he approached it like um, very apprehensively, like against Rosenstrike, or where the first round in the in the uh, in the initial Stipe fight, and then he gassed, but he didn't he didn't really like have any form of desperation. But he was he was basically done mentally. At that We're point. talking about a guy that beat Curtis Blades twice and didn't <clears> get frustrated. <throat> Curtis Blades is the most frustrating guy to fight a heavyweight. And Francis didn't get frustrated. Yes, he is, 200%. Because not only does Curtis Blades have the best wrestling at heavyweight, the motherfucker can knock you the fuck out. So, yes, it's very frustrating. If you're not watching for the takedown, he's going to sleep you. If you're watching for the hands, he's going to take you down. Can you tell me a heavyweight besides Cyril Gaon that can't knock you out? A heavyweight besides... No, that's that's not the point. Because that's that's fine. You can use that as a as a thing, as a as a um, as a measuring stick. The potential to get knocked out is always there at heavyweight. That's, that's all cool. But Cyril can knock heavy- him out. Oh, that's sure. fine. But but what what heavyweight can wrestle like him? Like who? Like Curtis Blades? Not one. None. Not a single None. one. None. When you mix the uh, the the fact that he can knock you the fuck out with the fact that he has the best wrestling. And, and I'm uh, let, let's just say this now. I'm tired of Curtis Blades not getting the respect that he deserves. I, I love sure. Curtis Blades. I love Curtis I, Blades. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely I'm tired Curtis, of that shit. I'm, I'm a huge Curtis Blades fan. Man, His no, fights no, are he awesome. He doesn't mix it up enough. No, 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 and that's yeah. fine. I'm not saying he has his flaws. That's fine. I'm just saying the fact that Francis finished him two times with with the with the with knowing that. The wrestling is the most elite in the division, knowing that he'll have to deal with that. It, it, it's to say, I guess, yes, but at the same time, he Curtis really didn't get a chance to show it. I'm just he got, saying he got popped early. All I'm saying is he's not the biggest threat because you know what he's going to do. If he mixed it up a little more, yeah, he would be the single most annoying motherfucker on the planet. But he's going to shoot. You know he's going to shoot. He yeah, got it's mental, though, bro. Because he was shooting. Like it's mental, bro. It's it's a it mental is, thing. It yeah, it's, a, it's a mental barrier he it's has. Mental, but it's him. He does. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't blame it on anybody but himself. Yeah. That's for sure. Exactly. So who do we have in Figgy and Moreno? Because I got Figgy by this time. I really do. Uh, <laughs> I know Figgy's been training with uh, Triple C, and I love me some. Triple that's C. a bad motherfucker. Yeah, that's that's a yeah, dangerous, that that's is, a dangerous that's thing. A yeah. serious combo right there. If uh, if Triple C could have helped him uh, get his cardio into place, um, I definitely know Triple C knows something about um, weight cutting, especially with the Olympics and you know being off season and getting into shape for you know championship bouts and shit like that. If he can get his weight down, keep it consistent, and have good cardio, and maybe hopefully get a little wrestling pointers in there, Figgy might be the single most scary 125er in the world. Did um, you see the pics pics of him? He's in incredible he's, shape right now. He yeah, he is shredded. Yeah, exactly. I've seen him. The nigga so I, tree, to your, he's to a your point, right now. To your point, I think that he legitimately took that into account and went, "Yeah, this is the best way to beat him." I think he's doing what you said. Yeah, I think I think the exact same thing. As soon as I seen him go to Sudo's camp, I was like, "Okay, this is perfect. You know what your issue is, and you're going directly to where you need to be to fix it." Yeah, I think that was. That's one of the smartest, and I love, I fucking love seeing shit like that. When people can be humble enough, like, and and the thing about Figgy is he's always been a humble guy. Like, you know, growing up as a farmer, doing all these different jobs he's had in his life, chef, a hairdresser, all different types of shit. A bull wrangler. 
Yeah, bull wrangler. Like, you can tell he's the he's the kind of guy that'll put his nose to the fucking grindstone to make shit happen for himself. And he's I blue really collar. Love to see him. yeah, he's blue collar to the bone. He is he is a fucking cowboy. Fuck Donald Cerrone. Um, we don't even call Donald Cerrone cowboy. Uh, Oliveira yeah, is cowboy. Yeah, Oliveira oh. is our cowboy. Just just this is the episode two. We will let you know if you ever hear the word cowboy. We're talking about Alex Oliveira. But yeah, um, yeah, I I love seeing a, a fighter find see what their flaws are. Be humble enough to find the person who can help it, especially if it's somebody who can be a potential rival and, and make that shit happen. It's great. I like the fact that there's size in that camp. Because yeah. I thought that Figgy would have a size advantage, but fucking Moreno's a big boy. Yeah, he is. He's not he small. He looks like a Bantamweight. He, he's a big boy, so I like that there's size in that camp with people like John, even John Jones hanging around in there. It just gives you somebody to put some weight on you to get you used to that. You know what I mean? It's great. Um, we should probably break down this card a little bit. Um, Kay Hansen is, is fighting this uh, Jasuda Vicious girl. And say it one more time. I don't know if I said it right the first time. <laughs> ja- I'm going to say it real slow. Jasuda Vicious. I'm pretty sure. I don't sure know why that last that. name sounds sexy to me, bro. I don't think it sounds sexy. It sounds badass to me. I think that's all nice, Merck's so. it's it's just sound like a James Bond villain, nigga. Yeah, right. Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine Jasuda Vicious. Jasuda Vicious, yeah. So God, I don't know man. anything about her personally. I don't either, but she's six and one, and Kay Hansen's seven and four, which is a typical women's MMA record. Um, homegirl, the, her opponent does not have a typical women's MMA record. Six and one, that's very yeah, impressive. Yeah, that's very impressive. I want to see. Kay Hansen's the under. Kay Hansen's the the favorite though, which is interesting. Oh, really, Kay Hansen's yeah. probably the favorite off of like <clears throat> fame because. A friend of mine, I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yo, I know who Jasmine Judavistus is, but a friend of mine talks about her all the fucking time. So, okay. yeah, he, apparently she's really decent. Like, she actually stands a chance against Kay Hansen. Yeah, I'm her looking last, forward to a formidable foe. Let's go. Her last um, her last uh, loss was to the uh, former uh, Cage Fury uh, fighting champion, uh, champion uh, Elise Reed is her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's uh, four and one, and she's a legit fighter as well. She's actually the chick that uh, Sajara Eubanks just recently beat. Um, oh wow, this girl has hella finishes on her uh, on her yeah. record. Yeah, yeah, she's she wow. looks like a legit opponent. So it'd be interesting to watch uh, K uh, K um, go against somebody like that. Wow, out of she she has a fifty percent finish rate. That's <laughs> that's pretty good, bro. Man, I love that fight. What do y'all think about Charles Jordan and fucking Ilya Tapuria, bro? Oh, nigga, that shit got me leaking, bro. bro. That shit got me fucking leaking, nigga. I, I don't mean, like Ilya Tapuria for how he did my boy. Fuck him, bro. I want Jordan yeah. to smoke his ass. Hey, you see what Jordan did in his last fight? Jordan oh, is talk. a savage. I, I love watching Charles Jordan fight. I love it. The last second. Yeah, I want to talk Jordan. about it because I actually don't like Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like either one of them, honestly. Both uh, of these dudes are bangers, dog. Bangers. No, 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 no. I want to see the fight for war. Just because I don't like the fighters, don't mean I don't like the fight. The fight is incredible. I just I don't care for either dude personally. Per- I, I don't really like all the Georgia dudes. They got all these hype behind them. I was super yeah. happy to see Giga lose, bro. I I don't understand <laughs> the idea of like hyping 
the uh, like nationalities, like the whole team. I don't understand what? doing that at all. Which ones are Georgia? Gonna, uh, Giga, Ilya, Taporia, fucking, it's so many oh, of them, bro. They all got hype. They all got uh, Marab. Like they all. Uh, I yeah, like Marab. Uh, Marab's all yeah, Marab like, is, Marab deserves the title. <laughs> Marab like, is legit. Like Marab. He deserves his uh, title, especially after head button ice, bro. <laughs> know, that was the dumbest shit ever. He calls himself an idiot all the time for that, bro. He was on the news over there for that. He destroyed his face doing that shit too. Yeah, that yeah, was crazy, but, um, bro. Who do y'all have in that fight, man? I would have. Uh, I fuck. Uh, <laughs> I just want to watch. I don't. I got Taporia. I got Taporia. You got Taporia. Yeah, I got Ilya Taporia. Oh, I want to see Charles Jordan win it, but I like uh, Charles Jordan. My guy, watching. though, fucking Howney Barcelos is fighting some dude I've never heard of, and Howney is a minus four forty favorite. I'm I'm hyped for Oof. this one, bro. That's nice. Yeah, a nice little yeah. belt. What's the dude he's fighting name? Victor Henry. Wait, Victor I, Henry? I don't know Victor Henry. I know Victor Henry. Let me make sure it's the right Victor Henry. He looks like Jungle Boy from AEW, bro. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh, hey, Trevin Giles is fighting. Debut. He might beat uh, Barcelos. No, no, never mind. That's not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he has a good record, know. though. He's 21 and 5. I don't know who this curly-haired guy is. Yeah, but he's yeah. uh his record's pretty legit. Yeah. Uh Trevin Giles versus Michael Morales. I'm looking forward to that. I like Michael Morales. He's undefeated. Trevin Giles. Motherfucker, you gotta be consistent, bro. Wait, I'm isn't Honey Barcelos that dude that looks like the fucking Bantamweight uh Edson Barboza? Yes. Oh yeah, that dude's I like watching him fight. Honey Barcelos is a demon, bro. Yeah, that motherfucker's a little savage. It's funny. That's exactly how I know who he was. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly who he looks like to me. That's the only way Mini I remember Barbosa. him. Uh, like, shit, I used to Tony Bradley's like, fighting. I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Say who? Uh, Tony Gravely. I-, I like him, bro. I like him. A that lot. motherfucker can crack. He can crack, bro. He got. Do power, I, I don't man. even know if I, I don't even know if I know who that is personally. Uh, you do <laughs> when you see him, you'll know. It, it, when you look at him, you'd be like, "Oh, that dude." Uh, he's fighting. Oh, yeah, a dude yeah, 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 yeah. See, I have. See? Yeah. What do y'all Yo. think about? What do y'all think about Michelle Perea and fucking Andre Fialo? Uh, I like. I it. don't know. Anything that has to do with Michelle Perea, I just like just because it's uh, chaotic. Uh, I think I want Michelle Perea to win because I want to see him like do great shit. Um. I've only seen Fialo fight one time, and that was in like PFL, I think. And I don't think he. Did yeah, he well, lost. But... He yeah. lost. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got I got Pahea in that one, but uh, fucking Rodolfo Vieira is fighting Wellington Thurman. Bro. I love it. I love it. That's a banger. Don't gas. It's a super banger, bro. <laughs> That's the problem. I just Rodolfo is gonna fan. gas like a motherfucker, son. Oh this fight God. is not them against each other. It's them against their gas tanks, bro. Both yes. of them are bad on this shit. Like, they are yeah. terrible at gassing. I'm just really scared for Rodolfo because he he gassed so bad that he fucking got tapped by some dude. By who a was white belt. Notable. A by, white and he, belt. And he is one of the most notable BJJ guys in the UFC right now. He like, got yes. tapped by a refrigerator operator, bro. bro <laughs> he got tapped by his Uber driver, bro. That's crazy. He drove him Nigga. to the arena and subbed him. 
Cannot believe that shit. I'm dead. They're like, listen, I'm sorry. I'll take half off this ride. Give you extra stars. Like, <laughs> he subbed him and said five stars, right? I left the water bottle in the backseat for you. Come on, bro. Cody Stammen is fighting Saeed Nurmagomedov. Oh, my God. <laughs> this yeah, card like... is so lit. Why is everybody yeah. shitting on this card? Because people are what fucking fuck? dumb. People bro. are saying, oh, a UFC is underdoing this card just to fuck Francis over. Like, I, I love what? I love the conspiracy theories, but this card is so lit, bro. Come this on. card is a solid card, bro. This is a really good card. Like, you got fucking Charles Jordan, Ilya Tapuria. That's going to be a fucking war. Rodolfo, Vera, and Wellington Terman. That's going to be a war against themselves. Michelle Pereira is going to do backflips. Like, you got K-Han. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Come on. Man, fucking listen. Greg Hardy's about to get subbed by Spivak. Let's go, bro. Let's go, Greg Hardy. I want to see that nigga get his ass beat. Oh, oh every time Greg Hardy loses, I fucking cur- I, I rejoice so heavily. Y'all be doing Greg Hardy dirty, bro. Fuck that nigga. Fuck Greg Hardy, bro. I didn't say not, it's not fuck him. I just say y'all be doing that nigga dirty. Nah. Yeah, bro. exactly. You be doing him dirty too. What you mean? I know. Nigga just didn't want to include himself. (laughs) This nigga Yugi be like, y'all niggas be doing podcasts. (laughs) You be doing a podcast with us. I know. Nigga, you really. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga is talking about y'all right now. We're talking about y'all, bro. Nigga said, y'all be easy, though. Y'all be. I can't can't wait for this dope ass car, bro. I love it. I, I'm gonna have a lot of fun watching. Yeah. yeah, this is gonna be really what? fucking good. These fights anybody, are fire. Anybody that this said it was mid, just don't watch it, and then we'll just update you guys on how lit it was. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, skip it. it. Absolutely, it. Y'all, y'all don't pay for it anyway, so just skip it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh shit! shit. Hey so, y'all, yeah, uh, the the fucking um, the the Fresh Prince shit. Y'all seen that? The new Fresh Prince? Yeah, I have. I'm actually lit over that shit, yo. It looks good. I'm interested to watch it from a dramatic standpoint. I know it's going to be on an obscure streaming site. It's um, not. It's going to be on Hulu. Oh, it is? I thought it was going to be on, like, Nah, it's on Peacock. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Oh, Peacock, Peacock. That's not obscure. That's NBC. Nigga, I don't got Peacock, nigga. I nigga call NBC obscure, bro. Nigga, <laughs> I, how, you, if you look at how many people have Peacock in comparison to other streaming sites, it's going to be pretty low. Oh, you might want to take that back because everybody got Peacock for free. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Almost I everybody it. I know has Peacock for free. They don't even pay for it. Now, if you oh, okay. get is it that, for free. If that's the case, then yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm either way. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna give it a, a few a, a, a fair chance. If I think the shit is whack, and I'm gonna fucking stop, and I'll let you know it's fucking trash. But um, I'm definitely, definitely gonna give it a, a give it a chance, give it a fair shake. You know, right. I didn't like the idea initially. The more they release about it, though, the more I'm like, I'll check this shit out. I don't yeah. necessarily have like a lot of. Uh, I'm not going to say hype, but, like, I have faith. I don't have a ton of faith in it. But, like I said, I'll I, I give it a fair shake. We'll see, man. I want, I want to see I mean, have, Carlton. I have faith in it because there's a lot that you can do. Like, you, if you really think about it, 
You ain't get nobody's backstory, yo. You ain't know why Carlton was a fucking geek. You don't know where they got the black butler from. You don't know how home dude became a judge. Like, you don't know nothing. Yeah, in the uh, in the previews, it looks like they went on with a more snarky approach with Carlton. Um, which is kind of how the show started off. Yeah. Um, so if eventually it ends up turning into more of like a, you know, him being more of like a geekish kind of guy, then it'd be it'd be interesting to see. I also want to see if they'd be following the storyline to Fresh Prince of Bel Air like uh one on one and then just probably dramatize not. it. Yeah. yeah, probably not. Like I wonder if they'll have some of the more iconic episodes, like his dad showing up or um or maybe Carlton being in the hospital after uh, the gun incident. Like, I, I, I wonder, like, if they'll have, like, some of the biggest episodes there. As a writer myself, the easiest things to tap into would be, to, like, it, when you listen to the intro and know the intro and shit, you don't know nothing about the fight that Will got in, that, that sent him over, you know what I mean? It, it's easy to fucking fuck with that shit. It's really... Yeah. It looks like that's the approach that they're taking. I got a really big question, though. Yeah. After like four seasons, are they going to replace Aunt Viv with a light skinned woman? Because <laughs> if not, they uh, fuck this show. I'm, I'm here for it. I want to laugh. I really want to laugh. Nigga said, nigga said, wait, who this lady? It'll be funny if they do that. And then, uh, like, everybody gives her a weird look when she says something for the first time, but then they just, like, acknowledge it like oh yeah, yeah i guess <laughs> i'll probably turn it into some serious shit about skin bleaching or something who the fuck knows oh man nigga so oh dark. there went sammy sosa oh my god oh my god niggas went sammy sosa baby oh my god That's crazy. <laughs> no but um i have a question because i have a fear that uh it might not do good because, it, you know, sitcoms uh, in in terms of remakes tend to have bad track records. So what do you guys think is the uh, is the thing that makes uh, the remakes to sitcoms so unsuccessful? I think you're Timing. right about a lot of the sitcoms when when they're remade, they're unsuccessful. But I feel like when they're continued, they're successful. And I think the reason is because you don't want to see that same shit again, bro. Like, after a while, the fucking nostalgia fades away and you're just watching the same bullshit. Like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. I think it... uh, Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Shaq. My bad. I was was saying, um, I think it comes down to the producers that come up with these ideas, right? Uh, they're sitting at home, they're watching some old shit that they really enjoy. They have money, they have power, they know who to talk to to make some shit happen. Some dude was watching fucking I Love Lucy and was like, you know what would be really wild? (laughs) Like, that, (laughs) it's, it's, it's not, that's some shit that could work because they did that shit correctly, but something Mm. like a dramatic take on a Fresh Prince is so fucking risky. I hope it works. In my head, it's not gonna work. But I hope it works. Uh, it's really about timing. You need something that is timeless. You can't have something that only works based on its era. Unless they do like the I Love Lucy shit where like it's still based in that time period, but it's yeah. it's modern and remade. Um, yeah. So yeah, what things normally don't work because they want to bring back old shit like Ghostbusters. Like that yeah. shit didn't work because like that was cool in the 80s. Like it's Ghostbusters, but you can't do that nowadays, man. You can't be putting fucking Channing Tatum in Bill Murray's place. Get the fuck out of here. 
You know, my thing with uh with remakes is that yeah, I think they just try to essentially cash in on on the nostalgia of past generations and essentially hope that these past generations introduce it to like the newer generation of their or their children and and just like uh, in in a sense like oh this is the show I used to watch but now it's free like it doesn't really work that way like if you look at examples like uh, Fuller House or Girl Meets World some shits are fucking trash How I Met Your <laughs> Father is some shit that makes me want to puke I loved How I Met Your Mother now I, How I Met Your Father is ridiculous bro come like, on like if you keep the same fucking if you keep the same, like I, I've seen like clips of Fuller House, it's mostly the same fucking camera angles. They have the same fucking uh, break points when it comes to their one-liners. Like it's all the same shit. You basically just try to like recopy it and, and paste it, and uh, essentially just make it like a p- fresh coat of paint. But it doesn't work that way. Like you need something that's it can be inspired by the original, which is perfectly fine. Which is why I hope. That, um, that the Fresh Prince uh, remake works because it's a it's a whole different look at it. But it, it's like, man, it's I feel like it's just a, a cheap cop out for for easy entertainment in my eyes. Sometimes, can you guys name some of the ones that you think did it right? I can name like a few real quick just to get y'all started. I think uh, yeah. Cobra Kai did it right. That was a, a kind of decent cash in on some nostalgia shit. Or yeah. they can see the story. Fucking um, Jesus. I had another one, but I'm having a high moment. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> they they shot that shit across the street from my uh, the bar I worked at. They used to come over and sit at the bar between uh, between takes and shit. It's pretty dope. Cobra uh, Cuss? Yeah. That's pretty dope. That's a good show, bro. I haven't checked it out. Yeah, me neither. You should, I, know, I didn't really care about Karate Kid to begin. I, mean, I, I, I actually I liked the Jaden Smith shit, but I, I didn't see that one. You didn't watch the oh, black Karate Kid? You, no. Like, what the fuck no. is wrong with you, bro? No, you couldn't put Jaden Smith in there and convince me to watch something like that, bro. Jaden Smith is not a bad actor at all. <laughs> he's a good I, I don't actor. give a fuck. I know I'm you sorry. don't give a fuck. Why? Because he's and black? Less, you don't want to watch him because no, he's black? No, support Jayden black Smith. Support black movies. <laughs> Nigga, I don't think he needs any support from us. I'm pretty sure his dad is uh, Will Smith. Unless Jada Smith is making music, I don't want to hear nothing from this dude, bro. His music is hard. Well, it was hard. I don't think it is anymore. His his little EP that he had a few years ago was fire. It was so good, and then he decided to remix it eight times and make a new version of it. My girl likes that shit still, and I'm like, nah, this is not rapping. Like That's what he was doing. He was making making great hip-hop. And then he decided yeah. to make it weird, and I'm not about that shit. Like I get it. He's a free black kid. He's like the, one of the first free black children on this planet, and I fucking respect him for that. And live your fucking weird life, bro. I don't gotta like your music anymore, though. That's that's. I don't have to like his movies. That fair point, but you should try it. No, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I don't difference like between me and you. I actually gave that shit a listen. Oh, I, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I actually, I like his music, but uh, I've and I've watched some of his movies, but I don't like his acting. Hey, I I don't know what it is, bro. I just nigga can't was thirteen and y'all don't like his acting. Fuck out of here. I can't see myself. <laughs> <sitting laughs> <in> the- <laughs> <laughs> he was good in the remake of Karate Kid. He was even bad in animated form, bro. How are you bad in animated? <laughs> That's voice acting. What do you mean? Bro, he was bad at it. 
You know what I did want to see? I wanted to see that movie with him and his dad when they went to that little fake planet. Where he had to, you know, I liked that movie and niggas hated it, bro. It. I've never seen it. I wanted Man. to watch it. What movie was that? I forgot, but it was uh, people were like, "This shit's so." There was a few they did. There was that one alien movie. They did the one where the world was ending. I thought that one was pretty cool. They did uh, Pursuit of Happiness, and they did I think one more. Pursuit you of Happiness know. is his best movie because he had barely any lines. My nigga, that's not true, bro. He cried. <laughs> <laughs> he was emotional. He brought so it. Daddy, I'm me. hungry. That was like, come on, bro. That shit hit me. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga was eating McDonald's off a bathroom floor. <laughs> made a bunch of men, bro. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, I'm, <laughs> I'm a movie kind of sore. I don't care what y'all think. <laughs> I felt that shit right in my soul. You ever I seen did, Interstellar? Bro. That was yeah. a good movie. I, I loved it. Interstellar. That's man. when that nigga I... was growing vegetables on Mars, right? Nigga, what? what? <laughs> no, that's The Martian. I don't oh. know what Interstellar this thing was watching, bro. <laughs> is, Inter- is Interstellar is Interstellar the one where like they went to that one planet and it was all water and then a tsunami was coming out? Yes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I did. I like that movie too. Yeah, that was a I, good nigga, movie. Bro. I cried like three times when I watched that movie. You're a bitch. Time. No, I'm not. <laughs> Fuck you. Because I'm in touch with my emotions. You pussy. It's, it's not about that, my nigga. It's a movie about space. Calm down, nigga. It's a movie it's about a, a father and his daughter and love. That's the what the movie's about. I the took it as ooh planets. <laughs> Yo, Shaq is so easily impressed. Said, ooh, a star. <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga Eric broke down in tears when the bookshelf started moving. <laughs> I was crying, nigga. What are you talking about? When the when they started watching the the messages after twenty three years, nigga, I was oh, and nigga. Balling tears, nigga. The first it was, time. It was a good movie, but it won't. Nah, I ain't cry, bro. Listen, I'm in touch with my emotions. Okay, I'm in touch with my emotions too. I cried during Radio Fly. I ever seen that shit? Which one? I thought you were about Ray- to say Radio. be like, I was about to be like, bro, what is wrong with you? I was about to be like, what's wrong with you, niggas, bro? Seriously, why? Oh, that would have been hilarious. But what was the name of the movie? Radio Flyer. Radio What's fly. That? What is? What are you? I've never uh, heard of it. Little, little kid with a fucking um, with a radio flyer. One of those little uh, wagon things, and, and he dies, bro. I'm gonna just put it like that. He dies in the sad. Oh, anytime there's a child death, I'm gonna fucking be sad. What yeah, kind I'm of high, nigga? What kind of shit is that? That's fuck. That's I, cheap. I'm movies. Y'all trying to make it sound like I'm fucking crazy. The last movie. The last movie I cried watching. I was probably in middle school. Was Lords yeah. of Dogtown. That shit made me cry, bro. Lords of Dogtown was about those. Because the dude had brain cancer and they kept smacking the nigga in the head, making fun of him. He was like, ah, I got sensitive ears. And they come up and pluck the nigga in the ear. And then they find out a few years later, he got fucking brain cancer. His friends were just making it worse. And they all decided to like, they all got famous. And then they all started hating each other. And niggas got money and fame. And was like, fuck you, nigga. And then they had beef and shit. And then their friend got cancer. And he couldn't even bring them back together. That shit was sad, nigga. That made me cry in middle school. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a comedy, bro. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're a sick. It was fuck. a true Yugi. It was. It's a comedy until yeah, it realizes a true story. Comedy, huh? Thoughts and prayers to that dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, bro. Rip. Come on, bro. Yeah. 
but either way, that's um, that's fucking wild. Um, so, uh, what do you guys uh, uh, how about the Yankees? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, the podcast is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we out of here. <laughs> See you guys.